Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, my guest is Jordi Torres. He's the founder and CEO of Inventa. Uh, Jordi, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for holding me here. Yeah, so uh, tell our listeners a little bit about your company, just a quick summary. Absolutely. I founded a company back in Barcelona in 2005, and we developed this uh, technology in 2010. So for five years, we were more like a consulting business, and we realized that uh, search engines don't work that well, especially when it comes to your own website search. So basically, we work on this natural language processing and artificial intelligence to improve these processes. Okay, so I'm going to translate that into uh, non-technical English for people that don't have PhDs uh, <laughs> among our listeners. So, okay, so when you're talking about a search engine, you're not talking about Google or Bing. You're talking about on-site search, whatever powers the search of your own website, right? Absolutely correct. Yeah, and then and so and what you're trying to do is is make that a more useful tool. So it's finding things on large websites or websites with lots of information. Exactly. Um, yeah, and so artificial intelligence, um, I used to study that because I didn't have any of my own intelligence, so I figured I'd get some artificial kind of... <laughs> no, no, but what you're saying is, is basically making it uh, in natural language processing that's more like phrasing things in, in the way we normally speak instead of very technical kind of search terms or typing in an exact search query, that sort of thing, right? Exactly. So our customers will be able to search something like um, I want a, a black bag for less than $50. And that search request will be interpreted by our system, and they will say, okay, that's part of the request is about price, another part is like a section or category, another part is describing a color. So mm-hmm. we basically give a structure to that and a structured query, and we give uh, relevant results versus okay. more traditional so, search will, will uh, whatever, they will, they will just uh, bring... Um, content that contains the word dollar. Just okay, so so basically, so let's let me just kind of break this down. So let's let's talk about this is for specifically to improve e-commerce conversion. And the part you guys are focusing on is helping people find the right product in the first place, right? Correct. So so when we look at it, um, you know, most of us when we go to a large catalog, we don't really want to drill down through those usually the awful information architecture and all the weird categories and figuring out where the stuff we need is, a lot of us kind of been conditioned by Google to just go to the search box on the website and type in what we want, right? Exactly. So So what we try to do is you don't have to care on the way you type your your search request. You You just type the first thing that comes to your mind in your own words, and we will find the answer you are looking for. Yeah, because there's a lot of problems with uh, site search uh, the way that it currently works. For example, unless you do an exact match, it may not find information. Um, And if you want to do things by the characteristics of the product you're trying to buy, like you said, color or price, then you have to use their kind of advanced filtering off on the left-hand side usually and specify all that. So that's a very cumbersome process and very few 
people actually use it except for real power users, right? Correct. So what we try to um, simulate is what you would get if you if you go to an actual shop and you go, the person, um, the, the attendant there asks you, what, what can I help you? And you say, well, I want a, a hammer that is uh, three inches long um, of, you know, if you had it made in plastic. So basically mm-hmm. that's such request that you would tell like a human in a, in mm-hmm. a shop, uh, we try to, to have exactly the same experience but online and in an automated way. Okay, but so the but the problem is in a way this may be although the technology may be getting there. Most people don't expect to use search boxes that way. We are actually conditioned to type in more conventional and specific search terms, right? Um, in our statistics, show that sixty um, percent of users use three words or more, uh-huh. which uh, when when you go to three words for us, this is already natural language. So it's not like the three words is not, the important thing is not what these three words mean taken individually, but what all these three words mean all together. So if you search just simple things, you might be able to use one word, but as, as soon as you, you look for a little bit more, you, you're going to need more words. And the more words you use, the more natural language becomes. So okay. it's not like that we see a, a clear separation between natural language and keywords. Actually, it's just you enter into, into keywords as a human, whatever you want it or not. Okay, well, so let's, let's talk about what kinds of... So that sounds like it's better for complicated purchases or, uh, or items that have a lot of different characteristics, uh, like price, color, shape, whatever. Uh, so give us an example of vertical industries where this is more helpful. Well, as you said, um, any e-commerce that is selling uh, technical stuff, let's say, let's imagine computers. So you want a computer that is 8 gigabyte with uh, four CPUs and a screen of uh, 14 inches. There are virtually infinite ways of typing that. Just the Mm -hmm. word inch, you you could type inch, you could type actually a double quote, you could type two single quotes. Um, there are so many ways to type and search for that, and the existing search engines get so confused mm-hmm. that um, that's where my our technology uh, gets in and uh, solve uh, solve that problem. So, computers, um, hardware, um, really um, a lot of a lot of stuff that can, can has uh, features. Not necessarily okay, so, so let me so so let me kind of say so that breaks down into two parts. One is understanding and breaking down more natural human speech, or at least written human speech. Uh, and the second part is then mapping that onto the appropriate set of product characteristics, right? So they're kind of exactly. two separate issues. So tell us about each of those. Well, what we try to, to know is, like, imagine that you say, I want a, I want a 3M tape. You could mm-hmm. have basically two possible options. Maybe you want a, a tape that is three meters long, or you actually uh, are talking about the brand 3M, 3M two, right. two possibilities, right? Mm-hmm. So in some cases, there are um, what we call um, words that could mean different things. And uh, our system is able to understand the context and try to solve these um, potential um, multiple interpretations into the most logic. Into the right, most, so, the, um, so the words yeah. are clear, but you have to understand. So if I wanted an 
Apple uh, and, I'm, and I'm on a you know food website, that means one thing. If I want an Apple and I'm in an electronics store, that, that refers to the brand Apple and not you the... Nail it. Exactly. That's yeah. the thing. So the context of the shop or the industry uh, basically tells a lot on what are you expected to search because what you are expected to find, it, it can be very determined. Okay. All right. So, so that's kind of understanding the language part, or like you say, whether to type in inch as the word inch, or as a double quote, or as two single quotes together. Uh, so you're, you're kind of using a little more intelligence. What about, uh, and this is pretty common, uh, mistyping things. How do you handle that? That's something search engines oh, problems. Absolutely. Yeah. Mistyping is part of our nature, right? Especially when we <laughs> search. Yeah, we've been frustrated by search experiences so much that People go search with a real lack of faith that <laughs> that search experience will work. They don't have because, high expectations. No, no. They say, well, <laughs> I'm going to try, but I don't think it's going to work. So because of that, the energy they put on it is low. And uh, they made a lot of uh, spell spell uh, issues and spell mis- business spelling. So we solve all that, again, based on the actual um, industry. Because spell corrections can be... Um, different depending on what you are actually uh, searching. Right. Okay. And the one thing, and this is especially true of kind of complicated, or uh, we ran into this with a wine site that we worked with about 15 years ago, actually, a long time ago in a former life. And, you know, try spelling, you know, Grand Cru de Chateau Roquefort or something like that, or the name of some complicated wine. I mean, even if you get close, most of us don't know the exact wording. So, um, you have to kind of give them reasonable results, even if they don't spell it exactly right. Absolutely, that's that's the thing. And so one of the so one of the worst things is actually ending up on an empty search results page, which basically says, uh, "We, uh, you know, well, we might have what you want, but you're too stupid to type it in." So it makes your visitor <laughs> feel like an ass, right? I know. Or even worse, I've seen some search engines out there that says that you you type something and they say, "Well, maybe you meant something else," and then you click. And then it says there's no results. <laughs> so right. what's the point of saying maybe you meant something that I have no results for? Yeah, yeah, very, yeah, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that very often. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So okay. So part of it is understanding language, and we can we can understand how based on context and you know just kind of uh, smart support for spelling correction and stuff like that, you can get them to what you think they want. Okay. But then there's the next part, which is mapping that request onto a complicated. A set of products. So we're going to take a break right now, and then after we come back from the break, uh, we'll explore that topic. Absolutely. All right, we'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? 
Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And I'm talking to Jordi Torres, the founder and CEO of Inventa, about site search and how to make it better for e-commerce and help people find the right product. Okay, so I, let's say I type in, I want... Uh, Red sneakers for under $100. Correct. Okay, what are you going to do with that? Well, first, before processing the actual search request, what we do is we index your catalog. So um, if, we'll, if you don't sell shoes, that's not a lot that we can do, right? So when we index the catalog, actually, we, we see the catalog as a two-dimensional matrix. So in... In that matrix, you will have all your products, but like every different product is going to be a row in that matrix. But every column is going to be a feature or a characteristic. So price is going to be one of it, eventually color, size, measurement. Depending on the product, you're going to have like voltage or capacity or mm -hmm. whatever the Whatever the important Correct. characteristics so are. We, exactly. So you kind of preload so the whole catalog. Yeah, you, you preload the whole catalog and not just by, by name. You're not just doing brute force search on, you know, model names or model numbers or something like that. You actually are taking each individual feature and making that searchable. Exactly. So we, we consider every product as a, as a full range of, of specs. And every, mm -hmm. each one is uh, sensible to be searched. So we index this to the dimensional object. And when we have it, basically when you search... What we try to do is within that matrix, trying to find an area which is the thing that you are pretty much interested in and show mm -hmm. this as search results. Okay. So uh, what, what it sounds like, the one, one concern I would have is it sounds like you're searching through a lot more information than typical site search. What about uh, the results, the speed of returning results? Is that an issue in site search? Absolutely. If you if you search and on top of just being uh, uh, you know uh, pretty much a lack of faith of search results, if you have to wait more than one second, uh, you're gonna go to another page or you're gonna do something else or click on something. So yeah, uh, the search results must be must be absolutely immediate, and uh, okay. that's what we try to do too. So no matter what you do, whether it's good or bad, if it's not coming back within a second, like you say, then chances are that you're just going to go do something else or get too frustrated. Absolutely. Every second, you're going you're gonna to lose half of your audience. Okay, so, so the first second, you lose half, and the second, you lose half of that remaining Correct. audience and so on. So yeah. very quickly, so after two seconds, you're down to a quarter of your potential audience. 
Absolutely. So yeah, okay. So yeah. just like you know, Google's been on a mission to speed up regular search. The same way you know, site search has to work really quickly. Yeah, I've just I've seen a lot of uh, complicated search engines, for example, on travel websites, and they say we're looking for your hotel. It may take up to sixty seconds. Do you think that's a reasonable experience? <laughs> Uh, no, because uh, yeah, I know, right? These, these uh, travel, they basically have to go through so many other websites and trying to have that in 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 real time. That's that's no wonder they take so much. Um, and uh, uh, if you have your own uh, website, your catalog will be pre-indexed, so that the answer will be immediate because we are basically um, searching on your catalog. We are not searching in, in somebody else's catalog. That makes okay. it much faster. Okay, so because you've pulled in and preloaded the data, again, that, that issue kind of goes away. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, and so uh, one question is then, so let's say you find um, you know, one of the big issues, I think, with large catalogs is is what I call the infinitely scrolling piece of crap. You know, the search results page <laughs> that says, we found 3,000 matches to what you're looking for. Um, and that's not an acceptable way of presenting information. But then, the, uh, so how do you figure out what's the most relevant, and how much information do you bring back, and how do you display that to be most effective for e-commerce? That's a very good question. You have 10 pages. The probability, the probability that somebody will click on the page number 10 is exactly equal to zero. <laughs> and, and <laughs> or even page number two, you know, let's, let's face yeah, it. Yeah, you can go to number two, but number three... Uh, that's that's not that that's not going to happen. So what we do is we have a um, a more complex relevancy system. So basically, what we do is, um, if the first result is good, and the second result is fairly less good, we might decide not to show the second result. So we are very um, selective on that. The system will show you the number of results that are good. And basically, the, those that are not relevant will not be even shown. And you can basically use that on our algorithm. So we know the multi-page search result problem. So we try to limit this to only one page if possible. Now, if you search something, uh, it might be for whatever reason that it, for the search engine is difficult to find. And uh, we might find just a few results who are remotely and similar to what, what you are searching, but the only ones that we got. And then we will show them. So it's like a probabilistic approach. So if we have very few bad results, we might try to search because eventually it happens that it, that was actually what you were looking for. But if, you, if we have good results and then bad results, we are not going to show the bad results at all. We only show the, the, the ones that the system considers are good. That, that prevents the 3,000 results crap um, the thing that you just described. Okay, so so basically, uh, you agree that it's important to ba- keep things to essentially one page of the most relevant stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, you, if you got a good thing, just you you show the good stuff, and you basically you keep the other stuff because it might not be even um, economic to show it. Okay, but what about um, just in terms of the the format of the display? One of the things I, you know you see is uh, either a, a, a down list or a grid of products, when is it appropriate to use one versus the other when showing results? If a picture is important, uh, we will we will, we will promote using the grid because if you have few results and you can show the picture, you can show the price and there is the purchase button directly on that, that has uh, proven to be better for what we call search to cart 
ratio. So the, how many um, clicks to the cart you will you will measure compared to the total uh, search requests. And um, having the picture already there, having the buy button available with the price and everything, um, that really really helps the customer just at, at one glimpse to know uh, to which extent what he searched was is is there in search results. Okay. Um, so, um, and in terms of just the amount of detail to show, that's another kind of um, to, to give you a cue as to should you drill down on that search result. Do you have any best practices as to how much information you should expose, or whether you should just have the picture and the name and have them click through to see more details? What are your thoughts on that? What we do show is um, picture, uh, price, that's very important, uh, brand, um, short description, and then it will be cool if you have searched for a certain uh, features, a certain specifications, that these specifications are there. So if you are looking for one particular color, it will be cool to show that you are highlighting that, that that's the call that you are looking for, or a particular length, or power or gigabytes, all these things should be there because you were interested. And also on the left side, uh, there is the famous faceted search where you would say, okay, out of these search results, I'm going to have uh, inter show interest only one particular brand or only one particular uh, category. So this faceted search, which showed them on the left side, and, and it's clickable. So you can basically your search request um, is, you know, absolutely search things, but also pre-populates the your what is called faceted search, which basically well, faceted well, search is just mm -hmm. a, a famous. I mean, a, uh, just a fancy word for saying just you can do filtering. So you have a bunch of stuff exactly. on the side. So filter yeah. by price, filter by brand, filter by size, color or whatever. Right. Exactly. So, so but, but, but the problem is that you know, most people don't phone. use that. But most people that, if everything I've seen from web analytics is maybe one or two percent of your total audience will ever do that kind of faceted search. Do you have, um, you know, uh, other information or you know, how is that, that helpful? That's correct. And I think it is it is important that if you um, show in this faceted search all these features that you searched on the first place, then the that's click cool. is just higher. Because it proves like you are in like price, right? Everybody know understands that. So you say, well, I'm showing you my stuff, and I'm I'm showing you three ranges of price. That will be very useful. Maybe other specs will be less used, but the price one is like, oh yeah, I I, I don't want to spend more than two hundred dollars for that item. And yeah, then, well, by the way, that always it always cracks me up on websites uh, I, because they're you know the site search and these technical features of sites are usually designed by engineers and programmers because <laughs> <laughs> right. So have, my my favorite is the price bins. Instead, so they say like uh, zero to fifty, fifty one to a hundred, a hundred and one to a hundred and fifty, and so on. Um, well, you know if there's why would I specify 100 to 150 when I'd be perfectly happy with something less than that? So I always crack me up. It should, if you're talking about price, your ranges should be under a certain amount, right? Like under 50, under 100, under 150. It's not, not, you know, I don't want it to be more than 100, <laughs> less than 150. <laughs> I'm very well, happy if it's under 100. Unless it's a, it's a gift for your wife or something, then you don't want something less than something. <laughs> oh, no, no. Then, then you leave the price tag on along with the Tiffany label and all of that good stuff, of course. No, that's, that's, <laughs> that, that's a different set of rules altogether. You are totally right.
Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, 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 very good. After we come back, uh, after our last break, I want to know more about your musical aspirations. Oh, that's yeah, bass cool. guitar player. I thought the drummers got all the chicks. Anyway, we'll explore that in two minutes after a word from our sponsor. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Paywin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook Terms of Service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. This, this week, my guest is Jordi Torres, the founder and CEO of Inventa, who's from Barcelona. Did I list that properly? Absolutely correct. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I heard that actually the list came because there was a Spanish king who had a lisp, and so the whole court... The, uh, infected that accent to make him feel more, I guess, normal, and then it spread to the rest of the population as a fancy way of talking? Uh, it is. That's, that's, that's what they told me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, very strange. Okay, but that's the one place you'll hear the lisping is around Barcelona. Um, but, no, you're also a, a bass guitar player in a cover band. What, do you, what kind of music do you guys play? We play just the old blues and rock uh, classic that you can find. Um, after spending my entire day in the digital world, like uh, with uh, coding and then with uh, pr- prospects and then with uh, emails, we live like in a, in a world made of uh, bits and bytes. So it's cool to have at some point something that is totally analogic. So there's no bit and byte involved at all. And uh, I like I like you know having my old bass guitar and my amplifier that is just not using any digital thing and doing something that has nothing to do with anything that sounds like digital. <laughs> right, or online marketing. Yeah, something to feed Correct. the soul. Yeah. So, so, so who's, who, what kind of, what's your favorite music to play? I love blues music. I, lo- I love the old blues, blues classics. Mm, excellent. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah. 
Uh, one of the things I'm lucky enough to have seen is uh, to have seen uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Buddy Guy and BB King play live. Uh, that's that's exactly. quite quite there, something. There's all these old time classics. I love them. There's like from the old times, and there are all these songs tell so many nice stories. Then I, I I love them. They're still valid. Nowadays, you listen to the lyrics. They're really really contemporary. They, I I love those. A little Howlin' Wolf the, never hurt nobody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the bass guitar, so I know like uh, maybe 30 or 50% of people is, don't really hear the bass guitar. It's kind of frustrating, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, well, oh, you know what it yeah, is. Yeah, the bass guitar, yeah, it's something that yeah, everybody does, but why My brother played electric bass and also upright bass, both classical and, and jazz, and, and uh, so you know he was always saying it's both the rhythm instrument and and it carries the melody. So it's a pretty strong that, supporting player. But that's yeah, correct. It's, it's rarely out front. Nobody says, "Yeah, dude, do that bass guitar solo." Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an accompany. It's something that exactly, basically, drums plus the bass guitar are like a machine. Over everything else is is then built on. Like the melody right. and just as you said, yeah, and I love. Okay, that. well, back to the, the the digital world for a second. So uh, when you know the whole point of this show is about landing page optimization, improving conversion rates. So when you do this kind of uh, you know retrofit of your search technology to a site, tell us a little bit about the kind of results that um, you know a typical client gets in a large complex catalog with lots of items. Yeah, we have companies like uh, Franklin Planner, like Carrefour um, um, in Europe, like uh, Loges Renner in the Brazil. All these companies offer a, a broad range of uh, a, broad, a broad range of, of um, products, and uh, we help them having a search experience that is um, is, is consistent and that it, it maximizes what we call the search to cart, so the percentage of people who search and then click on, on buy. And just a 1% improvement on that might imply millions of dollars in, in sales. So um, that, that's something that is very, is very uh, sensitive. And um, so our, our customers are basically this big um, um, e-commerce. Right, right. So, you know, I understand, you know, that uh, you know, you're just working on a little micro-efficiency. The percent of people that type something in a search box and end up putting something into a cart. That's your measurement. That's your conversion. So, Correct. what kind of improvements can you expect once you deploy technology like yours? We have measured improvements um, all the way from 10% to 40% in this uh, search to cart rates. Which are are pretty good, but let me let me tell you that what we call ten percent uh, is like if you if you move from your initial ten um, percent search and you move to eleven percent, mm-hmm. we have increased ten percent your your search. So it's right. like it's not we are not going if you have today a five percent we're not going to move it to ninety five percent. Right, I know of course no it's a, yeah so ten to forty percent improvement and that's only on the traffic that is uh, people that are actually using the search box. So it's typically, as I understand it, about a third of people. So in terms of overall bump in revenue, it sounds like you can get somewhere between 3 and 10% increase in total revenue or something like that. Correct. But then there's something important, and that's uh, I think it's very um, related to the landing page concept, is not only the search experience, but the SEO that you get out of it. So what we do is, um, when we have these search requests that are three, four, five words long, and who were a successful 
uh, search experience, and by successful I mean somebody bought something, what we do mm-hmm. is actually we publish um, automatically landing yeah, pages. So if you go to Google and you search exactly the same thing using exactly the same words, there's a yeah. chance that you will find that landing so page. So that's great. So what you're doing is you're kind of uh, surfacing the long tail. Once you know somebody types something in and they found what they wanted and that's a valid search term, you're basically making permanent landing pages that Google can go and later find and that give you the benefit of exact match, long tail stuff without you, you are doing, totally right. do, without to doing any work. work. I didn't want to use the term long tail because it might be too technical, but yes, that's exactly what we do. All right. Well, very good. I'm afraid we're, we're out of time, and I'm sure we could, we could go on. But the, So if you have a large e-commerce catalog and your site search sucks, which chances are it does, uh, <laughs> you should be looking at something like Inventa. Jordi Torres, thank you so much. Uh, you are welcome. Thank show. you for and, uh, having me here. And our loyal listeners, uh, we'll see you on the flip side. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.